0: Hi, thanks for joining me. I'm Al Gonzalez, and today we're discussing the first faculty meeting of the school year. All administrators have a vision for the first faculty meeting of the school year. Often you see yourself in front of your staff, smiles, celebrations, recognitions. There's a breakfast on the table. Everybody brings this energy you just can't beat. But this year's different. If you're starting the school year online, You as a leader need to adjust your approach. Last year was interrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic, and this year we're starting off work by working through the anxiety, fear, and aftermath of this event. The crisis education that followed the closure of schools exposed the inequities of the system of schooling in our nation. The inequities were not new, but they became very visible even to people who didn't recognize them before. Those inequities expose the different educations received across the racial spectrum. Race stayed at the forefront of our summer as we faced institutionalized racism of our society. We lost more of our black neighbors to police violence and our brown children remain held in cages and hotel rooms without their parents. This is the context of our upcoming year and it presents an opportunity for you as a leader to take a stand for your school community. This is an unusual time that does not fit the same old first faculty meeting. It's a time to emancipate yourself from how things were done back then, last year, and lead with a sense of freedom of thought and choice that opposes what is hurting, assailing, and killing our communities. If you're ready, let's take some small steps with some small ideas for a large impact. I want to share a framework for your meeting You can use the whole framework or bits and pieces of it. The idea though is to do something different because things are not the same. Things are not going to be the same. And the needs of our students, especially those of color and those learning English are amplified by the overt inequities of schooling. In addition, keep in mind that teachers like routine and this time in life is not routine at all. We need to adapt our personal interactions to distant communication. Now, there are some adjustments that need to be made and considered as you move forward for online communication. Number one adjustment. Remember, you're online, and everyone is bringing their feelings and experiences from a tumultuous summer. This meeting has to acknowledge and meet personal needs in ways that other meetings have not needed to do. What happened this summer across the United States, the challenges of coming back to school, the late decisions, the decisions that may not make sense to some of your staff, all of that is being brought to this first faculty meeting. Adjustment number two, think like your people, the faculty and staff, they have a lot to share. They're carrying emotional burdens that we discussed a moment ago, and they wanna feel connected, and they have lots of questions. They need time to be heard and reconnect in this meeting and in future ones. Time focused on them will be very beneficial. It is time that you invest in your people where you get a return later on in the year. And adjustment three, be clear about what you're going to do, what you are doing, and why you did what you did. Give people advance notice, share agendas ahead of time, and recognize why things are getting done, why they're not done, and when they might be done. Providing clarity about process will be very helpful in building comfort, routine, and a sense of normalcy. To set up our first faculty meeting, we're going to divide it into three types of online interactions. One, leader to faculty. Two, leader with faculty. And three, small group interactions. To begin let's think about guiding this meeting as a leader to the faculty. This is the way that most first faculty meetings and second and third and other faculty meetings are managed. It makes sense to start this way but we need to keep the context people and purpose of what we're doing in mind at all times. Here are two ideas that will allow you to make the adjustments I just suggested while leading to the faculty. Number one, consider opening the meeting 10 minutes early and inviting your faculty and staff to connect, say hello, and catch up online. In the chat, you might even let them know that they'll be put in small breakout rooms for a few minutes before the meeting begins. This will allow them to connect and find some time to reach out to colleagues they haven't seen in a while, introduce themselves to new colleagues, and just feel like a community again. Feel free to include this breakout room get to know you catch-up time for all meetings including leaving the meeting open after the meeting closes. Idea two, when you start your meeting review the context of what is going on in the world and let it drive your declared purpose for the year as you support your people. This is a chance to recognize that the black lives matters movement, immigration, the national administration, the deaths from the pandemic. Let your purpose focus on providing the best education in the face of and to help the community move beyond these struggles. If you're not comfortable speaking on your own, share what others have said. Let the faculty know that the school will lead the community through this time. It's an opportunity for you to establish yourself as a leader, a thought partner, and someone they can count on to get them through a very, very challenging time. Let's move on to your guidance of this meeting as a leader with the faculty. At some point during a normal start of year, the group breaks up into departments and or grade levels. This year, people need to be connected to people. Here are two ideas on how you can lead with your faculty. Number one, you can decide why the breakout rooms will be made, but participate with as many as possible. When you participate, will you contribute to a discussion about student engagement, or will you introduce yourself in a get to know you activity? Maybe you play the student in one role play, or you contribute to the conversation about culturally relevant teaching using current events and pandemic data. Whatever it is, take the opportunity and take it throughout the year to model engagement, teamwork, vulnerability, and purpose. A second idea, as you work with the faculty, is remembering that we need to adjust to be very people-oriented to make sure you contribute to the shared document that serves to capture the feelings, anxieties, and questions of this time. If you're to use a shared document, make sure that you contribute like everybody else with honesty, clarity, purposefulness, and as best you can, appear. You can prompt people with a prepared document that asks them to share their thinking about the Black Lives Matters movement or detain children in cages, the resistance to reestablishing DACA, The faculty want to feel supported by you and your families need you to push the community in a way that encompasses as many of the experiences of the last six months that allow them to feel a sense of freedom and security to pursue education and their best at this time in the United States. This is your chance to be vulnerable and participate as a parent, as a fellow adult, as a community member, but it gives you a chance to remove that principal hat to be a peer in some way, a fellow educator. Use this time sincerely and practice being a listener as much as a contributor. Let's move on to small group interactions. In whatever way you move through the meeting, there will be a need for people to connect about the work ahead and the personal experiences of the day. If you adjust to the needs of your faculty, you will again understand that the people are still processing the spring and the summer. They need to connect to move forward and they need to know how and why things are getting done. Here are two ideas for you to use with your faculty meeting in small groups. Idea number one, when in a small group, in a breakout room, in a meeting online. Let that not be just once in that first day. Go back to breakout rooms and small groups as often as possible. Certainly we want to give time for people to reconnect but we also need them to tell stories of the ups and downs of life. We need them to catch up personally as well as professionally. Most importantly In the start of a very different year. We need them to be able to articulate their worries and frustrations and fears. Allowing them the space to do so gives them an opportunity to gather around the language and feelings that they will eventually perhaps need to express to you. In small groups, let your staff reflect on decisions that have already been made and allow them to share their understandings with peers and generate questions for you. The small group work is important to allowing them to feel grounded in the new school year and serves as a model perhaps of what they can do with their own students as you work to socially and emotionally support your student community. Idea two, use shared documents with your small groups to generate ideas to document thinking and to plan. You might have your staff share what happened for the summer, a highlight and lowlight or share resources about the education of students of color. Or maybe you're gonna consolidate community thinking about the summer news and the pandemic to allow them to vent, share, and process this emotionally charged summer. In whatever way you navigate this first meeting, it will be unlike any other first faculty meeting that anyone has experienced before. This creates an opportunity to do something that can interrupt the inequities of schooling. But these ideas are not just something to try. They're grounded in research, and I encourage you to take some time perhaps to even share some of those resources identified coming up. You or someone else might ask, why focus on communities of color and those that are not from privilege or white culture? The achievement patterns in your school match most schools. We can predict that your students of color and English learners need support. Critical race theory informs us of the presence and place of race in our daily interactions. The role of race in these interactions requires we center on race rather than add it on to a particular topic or discussion. How you talk about your students of color is up to you, but this summer the current events and instructional outcomes of the past make it clear that these students need your support. And the way to focus that support is to identify them, their families, by who they are, and race is central to their identity. You or someone else might ask, Why talk about challenges, emotions, and frustrations when the first meeting has always been about routine, comfort, and news of the day? Well, for one, routine and comfort are long gone. The need to be real is necessary to build trust, confidence, and shared purpose. Your staff is bringing a lot with them to start this year, and some of it will hinder their focus if it's not addressed. Juanita Simmons writes about emancipatory leadership necessary to serve the students whose journeys are made difficult by the system. Online learning assumes that students will just log on and participate. Emancipatory leadership opposes that assumption and is the foundation for what I'm sharing today. We need to do something different. Finally, you might ask or someone might ask why take a chance and talk about race and current events. The current events of the Black Lives Matters movement, and immigrant detention and educational inequities is now a practice topic. If you're hesitant to engage on behalf of your students and staff of color that your community share personally, stories of self will allow people to share in ways that make sense to them. They will share from their place of comfort. One outcome from storytelling is helping the community understand their community cultural wealth. During this time of change, your staff, with students and families at different times, can listen, share, and connect to better understand each other and what they can offer the school as a team, their community cultural wealth. In the end, talking about race and current events is not taking a chance, but making an investment in your community as they look to understand and find their place and strengthen their identity at this challenging time. To bring us to a close, These ideas and suggestions for a first faculty meeting are resources to meet another part of your leadership vision. It's the part where you create, drive, and manage change. It is the meeting where you feel like you made a difference. This is the time to do just that. Plan well, take a risk, and keep achievement at the core of your purpose. I appreciate the time. Best of luck, work hard, and have a fantastic first faculty meeting.